Alright, hello, hello, and welcome back to the Kathy the Panda podcast. I hope you missed me because I am back. I have officially reactivated my social media accounts, and as much as I enjoyed my social media detox, my two and a half week social media hiatus, I think it's also important to remember that it is healthy to stay connected. And now that I'm back, I just want to share a bit of an update. So I've been reflecting the past couple of days. And so remember how I said in the beginning that this podcast was meant to be a journal of sorts? Well, I am pleased to let you know that it has evolved into so much more. Um, I've been working on my content calendar. And while many of my topics will still be about mental health, I threw in a bit of general psychology, bits about love, life, and hope, and basically just holistic health. Okay, so for today's episode, trigger warning, I will be talking about suicide, another topic that isn't talked about a lot, but definitely needs to be. So this day last year, May 6, 2020, was my first suicide attempt. I was supposed to get a tattoo today to commemorate this day, but then, you know, COVID is still really bad. So I decided, well, I was convinced, sort of forced by friends and family to be responsible. So I'm not pushing through with it. Um, But as you've noticed, today is a Thursday and I usually publish my episodes on Wednesdays, but because it is my anniversary special, suicide anniversary special that is um i am posting it today um anyway so the past few weeks i've been thinking hard about what my suicide attempt special anniversary episode would cover and so i've been reflecting on my past circumstances my decisions how things would have been had i succeeded and i did a bit of research as well And did you know that there was a 25.7% increase of suicide incidents in 2020? According to the Philippine Statistics Authority, or PSA, there were 3,529 known cases of suicide in 2020. Can you believe it? I could have been part of that. I could have been 3,530th, and that's not good. In the Philippines, Suicide ranks 27th in the list of leading causes of death in 2020. It rose four places from being 31st in 2019. Talk about escalating quickly, right? Now, suicide, just like mental health, still has a stigma attached to it, which is what I will try to address in today's special episode. How about Let's start by not saying someone had committed suicide, like he or she had committed a crime, because, you know, in respect to the deceased and his or her family. Instead, we can say that simply put, cause of death was suicide, or that someone has died by suicide. Now, this is something mental health advocates are lobbying for, um, because it helps. It's a small initiative, um, but it will have big effects um, in alleviating the stigma from suicide because suicide is not something to be taken lightly. 
I'm saying this because some people use the word loosely, like saying social suicide, you know, just like in the movie Mean Girls. I know, I know. It's an old movie and I like it. Um, And also I know times have changed, but I still hear people say it to this day. And so just, you know, maybe just be careful because many could be sensitive to it, especially suicide survivors or loved ones of suicide victims. As a suicide survivor, there are some things I want to make clear. When I was opening up to a few friends about being suicidal, some hurtful words were thrown at me. But what stuck to me, and I'm pretty sure other suicidal people have heard this, is you're being selfish. What about the people who love you? Can you leave them just because of what you're going through? And there is so much I want to say about this. But let's dissect this statement and tackle it one thought at a time. First, you're being selfish. Let me just say this as it is. We are not being selfish. Even those who, well, actually, especially those who have passed. We are people who are in a lot of pain. Pain that others may not ever understand. And that's okay. You know, that's all well and good. But you should be grateful not to know that kind of pain. There's nothing selfish with wanting the pain to end. I'm not encouraging suicide, of course not. But I'm encouraging you to understand and to stop calling suicide victims selfish. They are victims after all, not criminals. What about the people you love? Hmm. What about them? When I had suicidal thoughts or ideations, it was never with the intention to hurt others, just myself. And I know that doesn't make it any better. And I know I obviously had hurt the people I love and the people who love me by attempting suicide. But I did think about them a lot. That's why I had left letters explaining the best I could what was going on in my mind and in my life that had left me no choice but to try and take my own life. Now, So the reason we leave letters is so that our loved ones could maybe find peace. And although I understand based on research that letters that have been left for loved ones actually cause more confusion than clarity. And I don't know, maybe it it varies from one case to another, Um, but we just... Well, I personally want you to know that it's our way of giving you peace with what we have done and to try and help you understand what we were going through. And it's not to confuse you or frustrate you or anything like that. Third is, can you leave them just because of what you're going through? Now, see, no matter the reason for someone's suicide, it should not be belittled. We all have different thresholds, and what may be nothing to you could be the most difficult thing for someone else to go through. And, you know, reasons for suicide isn't always a diagnosed mental health illness. It could be an extremely stressful situation, like very bad circumstances like losing someone you love or 
being buried deep in debt or being provoked by someone or being bullied. And that's just to name a few. But all these have one thing in common, and that is the feeling of hopelessness. Suicide is not and never will be the coward's way out. To some, it's the only way out. We just want the pain and suffering to end and we were left with no choice. I often wonder, why, why had I never been successful in my attempts? Like, why am I still here? The 3,529 people who succeeded, why are they gone now? How many times did they try? What were their methods? These questions pop in my mind every now and then, but I don't necessarily need to know the answers because what good would it do to me? All I know is I'm still here and I was given another chance to live a beautiful life and I'm not going to waste it. But you see, one thing I can't promise is that I won't feel suicidal again. And I know that sounds bad, but at the end of the day, I am still someone who is struggling with depression and borderline. But, you know, I do promise to try my best to get better and to fight harder than I did before, where, to be honest, I feel like, like looking back, I feel like I didn't give myself or life a proper fight. I don't know the pain of losing someone to suicide, and I'm grateful for that. But I also am sorry that I put my loved ones in the position where they had to feel the pain of almost losing someone by suicide. People who have lost a loved one by suicide may most likely feel a surge of overwhelming emotions. They may feel confused. Why did they do it? I thought everything was okay. I didn't see it coming. And then they go into shock or denial. I can't believe she's gone. Of course, they would inevitably feel sad or worried that someone might do the same, even if that someone is themselves. They might also feel abandoned after losing someone by suicide. How could he leave us? There's also anger towards the one who passed, towards oneself, towards God, or just everyone. You just, you become such an angry person. Like the world, the world is no good at all. Some may even feel ashamed. Imagine the horror of having to explain what happened to family, friends, and colleagues. Many would feel embarrassed because there is still undoubtedly a stigma behind suicide. So they end up covering up the real reason a loved one has passed. And to be honest, I strongly believe that that needs to end. Those who love the one who passed, they deserve the truth. And the stigma needs to be broken. Losing someone by suicide is not something to be ashamed of. It may be more difficult to explain and to grieve that kind of loss, but it's not something someone should hide and face alone. And then there's guilt. The first time my family saw me after the attempt was when they met me and my friend on the way to the emergency room. I wasn't 100% conscious, 
so some of the events were a blur. But I remember clearly the first thing they did was say sorry to me and tell me that they love me. I can only imagine the guilt they felt because of what I did, even more so had I died. I had a friend who I met in college. She was like a big sister to me. We were best friends, and just like me, she was diagnosed with depression. And at some points in her life, she had suicidal ideations. While she never acted on it, thank God, we would constantly worry about her. And I'm not going to lie, if she had done it, I would have been racked with guilt. And I just, I don't know what I would do if, if I wasn't able to stop her or save her. But then somewhere along the way, we fell out. I no longer know how she is. I have no way of contacting her, but if by some miracle she chances upon this and hears this, I just want her to know that I hope she's doing well. And if I found out that anything had happened to her, the guilt will be there at first. Mm, but see, what we all need to understand is that it's not her fault. Like I said earlier, there are a lot of reasons why one would consider taking his or her own life. And unless you provoked someone, then you have no blood in your hands. We have to let go of the guilt because it can affect us more than we think, and that's not healthy. Because even guilt can cause someone to take his or her own life, and it might become a vicious cycle involving the people we love. And, you know... The thing about grief is it never truly goes away. And for those who know someone who is grieving the loss of a loved one by suicide, please treat them with kindness, compassion, love, and respect. Do not for one second think that your neighbor was a bad mother because her son died by suicide. Or that your friend was a terrible partner because his girlfriend took her own life. Let's remove that stigma and let's not point fingers. A precious life has been taken and the people who were left behind, they don't need your pity or judgment. They need love and support. I'll wrap this up with a quick message to those who are feeling hopeless these days and those who feel like suicide is the only way to end the pain and suffering. You don't have to go through this alone. The feeling of hopelessness, it's not a stranger to me. I know exactly how you feel. But know that there are ways to spark new hope in your life. It may be doing something you love or maybe even something new. Talking to a loved one, seeking professional help. Just try your best not to give up on yourself because at the end of the day, no matter how bad you feel, if you feel hurt, unwanted, worthless, someone in your life loves you and thinks the world of you. So promise me you won't give up. Keep fighting because we are with you in this battle. And with that, I am actually excited to share with you guys that I have been brewing a partnership with St. Arnold Center for Integral Development. So I will be having my first ever giveaway 
And, you know, if I were rich and powerful, I would definitely make mental health care accessible to all. But I will do what I can with what I have. So um, I have this initiative wherein I will be giving away two free psychotherapy sessions to a lucky subscriber. And this is my initiative to make mental health care a little bit more accessible to some people. Um, so feel free to enter the contest. You can join in four easy steps. First is, well, since you're already here, make sure to follow me on Spotify. Second is to head on over to Instagram and follow me at Kathy the Panda Podcast. And then go on over to Facebook and follow St. Arnold Center for Integral Development. And DM me on Instagram and tell me something interesting about yourself. Don't worry if you didn't catch all that. The instructions and the links to the pages are in the description box. Be sure to send in your entries by May 20 because I will be announcing the winner in my May 26th episode. I'm so excited to get to know you guys more. And well, till then, that's it for today. Don't forget to come back next week. Sending love, life, and hope your way. Bye.